amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Work Hard, Life Hard podcast. My name is T. Komsa, and I'm a millennial woman working in the corporate world while managing my own side hustle business in virtual operations. This show is here to open the conversation to talk about how to work hard to achieve your career ambitions while at the same time, lifing hard to truly take care of yourself. Together, we're going to explore how the everyday person is doing both and along the way, find some keys to create a life with the perfect balance for you. I'm so excited to have you here with me. So let's go ahead and get this thing started. Hello, everybody. Happy freaking Wednesday. Happy July. I hope everybody had a wonderful Canada Day weekend or extra long weekend if you celebrated in the U.S. with July 4th. But I am so excited to be back with the Tea Talk today because we are getting into some data today, baby. You came here for the concept and the chat about work-life balance. And today I want to bring you some fresh, hot off the press data on work-life balance. But first, where I want to start is actually around this concept of life-work balance. Now, I didn't say that wrong. I didn't mix up the order. I meant to say life-work balance on purpose. As you know, so many people talk about work-life balance and they say work and then they say life. And today I want to talk about this concept of the life-work balance. And like I said, I have some fresh new data hot off the press about the number one ranked country in the world for work-life balance and just what this data can tell us. And so that's what we're digging into today. That's what we're going to talk about today. And I hope you leave this episode with some new knowledge and some new stats kind of in your back pocket about work-life balance. So to start with this whole concept of life-work balance, I just, I kind of like it. And the reason why people are now saying life-work balance is because they want to prioritize their life bucket first. So the idea behind saying life-work balance, meaning that the life part of the equation should come before the work part of the equation. And you don't come across this terminology often yet, but some people are really trying to make it mainstream. And so you're seeing some news sources, some journalists, some people in the industry starting to use 
life-work balance because they want to focus on their life first and then their work. And if their life is balanced, then that means that their work is going to be balanced. And so people are just trying to make a push for it online, but more often than not, people stick to saying work-life balance given the fact that we spend so much of our days in our work bucket and so much of our days working. But for those of you, and this the reason why I wanted to bring this up today is because for those of you, me included, who are trying to prioritize your life bucket more, maybe this small language shift, even just for yourself, can be really game-changing. And, you know, I come on the show every single week talk to you every single week, bring you along on our journey together of figuring out what a better work-life balance is. And I want to change how I say this terminology to make it more about life-work balance. And I think the big thing about, you know, this, what could seem like a very small, interchangeable way of saying something, which don't get me wrong, it is, can also lead to a very big perspective change on this topic. And like I said, I'm trying to prioritize my life bucket more. I'm great at prioritizing my work bucket. I don't know about some of you, and I think some of you can definitely relate to this because you might have this exact same feeling in your life and in your world. I am freaking the bomb at prioritizing my work. You want me to work efficient. You want me to get shit done. I am your woman, okay? but I'm not that great at prioritizing my life bucket. And even as I'm constantly saying this over and over and over again, I always say work-life balance, work-life balance, work-life balance, signaling that work comes first. And work is 100% important. But right now in this phase of my life, my life bucket is actually more important. And so I want to shift and start saying life-work balance more often, especially because this is gonna be such a huge focus of me for this next two months, but even arguably for the rest of this year, my life bucket is going to be a huge substantial focus. And if I am talking about work-life balance, but I'm saying life-work balance, I'm conditioning myself, I'm telling myself, I'm changing my own perspective on this topic to think about my life first and my work second. And Again, that doesn't mean you're not going to prioritize your work. That doesn't mean that you're just never going to work. I'm just never going to work again. No, that's not what it means. But it just means remember the life part. Remember that part first. Remember to fill up your cup. And if you can change this perspective with me, like I said before, I think it can be game changing because I've been thinking a lot about perspective and I've been working with someone a lot about perspective recently. And your perspective allows you to control and dictate how you experience things. And so if we're switching from work-life balance to life-work balance, I'm changing how I'm experiencing my life and my balance. And to me, that feels good. How does it feel for you? DM me. I want to know. I want to know how this feels for you. I want to know if it makes a difference for you to consider life-work balance versus work-life balance. Honestly, DM me because I'm, I'm dying to know. So 
as I came across this whole idea, because like I said, it's not really too mainstream yet, this idea of life-work balance. But as I was doing a little research, I always kind of do monthly research into the topic of work-life balance because, again, as you know, I'm obsessed with this topic. I find it so interesting, and I always just want to know what people are talking about about this subject. And so I was kind of doing some doing some research a few nights ago, and I came across this really interesting new survey. So that's what I was talking about that's hot off the press that I wanted to share with you all today. And it's a new update to the global Life Work Balance Index has come out by an employment and hiring company called Remote. So Remote decides, okay, I'm going to take on this global Life Work Balance Index. I'm going to do an update to it, and I want to figure out where everybody is at in terms of work-life balance and this idea of life-work balance. And so they assess the quality of work-life balance across the world's 60 GDP countries. And then I was like, what's GDP? Which some of you may know, some of you may not know, but GDP is gross domestic product. So basically these are countries that have a very high monetary measure of the market value of all of their final goods and services that are produced. Typically, it's based off of a certain period of time, but it's most often used by the government of countries to measure its economic health. So these are pretty much the you know best 60 countries right now in terms of their economic status in the world, how they're doing with work-life balance. And so the index for this survey, how they were able to quantify what allows a good work-life balance as a country included things like evaluating wages, evaluating leave and time off, evaluating healthcare accessibility, working hours, and also inclusivity. So As I'm digging into this article, I'm like, okay, I'm trying to guess, like, what country do I think is going to be there? What countries are going to be high? What countries are going to be in the top 10? And the number one country in the world right now with the best work-life balance is New Zealand. New Zealand had a score of 79.35 out of 100, and the reason why they scored so high was because of their minimum wage, their sick leave policies and maternity leave policies, their healthcare availability, general overall public happiness, their average working hours, and LGBTQ plus inclusivity. So New Zealand ranks number one in remotes list because it was high across all of these metrics because they really offer generous statutory annual leave allowance. So there's 32 stat holidays in New Zealand, which is a lot. Um, there's a high rate of sick pay, so 80%, and a government-funded universal healthcare system. So New Zealand is number one country for work-life balance. So if you want to have a better work-life balance, maybe consider... Moving to New Zealand. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. If that's something that you really want to do, but I just found it so interesting that based on the evaluation scores and based on the categories that they were looking at, how New Zealand scored and why. And so, I want to also share with you the other countries that were rated in the top ten and their scores. Okay, so second was Spain at seventy five point five five. France was third at seventy five. Australia was fourth in terms of their score was 73.71. Denmark was fifth at 73.67. 
Norway was six at 73.05. The Netherlands was rated seventh at 69.14. The United Kingdom was rated eighth at 69.07. Canada was rated ninth at 67.91. And Brazil was rated 10th at 67.73. So if we look at the top 10, New Zealand score was 79 out of 100. And the 10th score, which was Brazil, was 67. So we're looking at, you know, a differentiation of the top 10 between 67 and 79 out of 100. Okay. Which I think is actually pretty good. Like we sit and rank sometimes on this show, our scale of, you know, how our scale is in terms of our work-life balance on a scale of one to seven. So rating things even from one to a hundred can be very easy and applicable and really easy to understand and digest. What I thought was extremely interesting, if you didn't notice, was that a ton of these countries were in Europe. Very interesting. I think that if you don't know, Europe is kind of well-known in general for having a very healthy and good work-life balance. But what you may have also noticed is that there was a very big, important country that was not in the top 10, the USA. Remember, remote only surveyed 60 of the top countries, okay? Just 60 of them. The US ranked 53rd at a score of 37.52. So 53rd out of 60 countries in terms of their work-life balance. Canada was in the top 10. It was rated number nine. The USA is was ranked 53. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I know I have so many listeners globally, all over the world, lots of them in these countries who are in the top 10. But primarily, I have a lot of people listening from Canada and the US. And The reason why I'm telling you this, the reason why I wanted to share this article with you today was because I wanted to just ask everybody, how does that feel for you? If you live in Canada, are you aligned? Do you think that was an accurate rating for Canada? We are number nine in terms of work-life balance. And if you live in the US, is that applicable? Should you have been rated 53? Should you have a score of only 37.52? I want to know, ask yourself, how does that resonate with you all? And another reason why I wanted to tell you this was because the whole reason why this study was created was to raise awareness about having a healthy work-life balance and to be able to combat burnout. It wanted to show people that it's possible to get the most out of their personal lives and their career. So obviously I wanted to bring it on the show because That's what our show is doing. That's why I'm here. I am here to raise awareness about having a healthy work-life balance. I'm here to talk about it. I'm here to open the conversation. I'm here to ask the everyday person what works for them, what doesn't work for them. How are you managing? How are you not managing? And just having real, honest conversations about work-life balance. And what I thought that this article also, why it was so interesting was because we can sit back, we can think about these rankings, we can talk more about work-life balance, but it's really hard to expect that we can create global change throughout multiple countries. Even if we just looked at these 60 countries, that's a hard thing to improve every single one of these 60 countries' working conditions overnight. But studies like this 
And shows like this, listening to things like this, does raise awareness of some really big gaps for some countries. Because I bet you there's a lot of countries on this list that are looking at this survey and realizing some huge gaps that they're missing according to the evaluation and according to what people are saying to them. And governments are going to care about things like this because studies like this also show us that although we can't change countries and governments and things overnight, like I said, what we can change, what's in our control, what is your controllable in this is that you can control how you play a role in your own success of having your own healthy work-life balance or as I should say, your own healthy life-work balance. So I just had this reflection as I was going through this article. And you know what I didn't say to you is I actually couldn't sleep last week. And I was up, it was like 4 a.m., And instead of trying to sleep, what am I doing? I'm Googling news articles on work-life balance. But besides the point is I was up, I was reading this, I was processing all of this. And again, I kind of had a moment of feeling defeated. I did, honestly. And me telling you this information, you might feel the same. You might feel a bit defeated. You might feel like, you know, Canada is sitting at number nine, but it doesn't deserve it. Or the U.S. is sitting at 53 and it deserves worse or it deserves better. And it can feel defeating sometimes with studies like this that just like tell it how it is. And apparently that's how what everyone should believe. And I hear you. It can feel defeating. And the reason you want to know why it feels defeating, because it feels like it's out of our control. And it is. We I mean, I am not the president of the United States. I am not the pri- the prime minister of Canada. I can't just go in and make all of these changes for everybody to give them a better work-life balance. And I'm assuming a lot of you can't do that either. So it feels defeating because it's so out of our control. And we often feel defeated when we aren't in control, when we can't con- control a situation, when we don't know what the outcome is going to be. And so that's why I just want to bring it back to something that I said earlier is that although we can't change those that bigger overarching, we can change and control our own work-life balance and our own life-work balance. And so what I want you to think about with all of this new information and with this study is what is one thing you want to do for the next 30 days to improve your life-work balance. It could be a new healthier habit. Maybe you want to drink more water. Maybe you want to close your computer at six and not check your email again after that. Maybe you want to go for a walk at lunchtime. Maybe you want to work out four days a week. Maybe you want to try a new yoga class for the next 30 days. You know, maybe you want to be able to adjust your notifications at work so that you aren't working off of hours. You know, what is it? What's one thing you want to do for the next 30 days that's going to make an impact on your life work balance? And what is it that's that you're doing that's putting your life part of things first. And all of those examples that I just gave, even if they were work-related, it was putting the life before the work in the work-life balance. And so we're shifting that perspective, like I said from the beginning, and we're taking this data about countries and their work-life balance and how they rated it and understanding it, realizing it for what it is, 
and then figuring out our own controllables and how we can commit to being healthier. I hope that this episode was interesting for you because I don't often share a lot of the really big data points that I read about, but I felt like this one was kind of cool and kind of interesting. And this whole idea around controllables and uncontrollables, this whole idea around shifting your perspective, this whole idea around life-work balance, like just take it in, just really, truly take it in. And if you want to talk about it, I am your woman. DM me, reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram or on TikTok and let's talk more about it. I want to thank the sponsor for today's episode, which I'm really excited about because I have a brand new sponsor for you all. And this brand is called Consiglio's Kitchenware. Since 1975, Consiglio's Kitchenware has specialed in premium European kitchenware, food processing equipment, cookware, and coffee machines. They carry top name brands like Breville, DeLonghi, La Crescette, Zwilling, Jura, and more. Their shop is eco-friendly, socially conscious, sustainable, and woman-owned. They're based in Canada, based in Etobicoke, Ontario. So what more are you waiting for? All listeners of the show can shop Consiglio's Kitchenware and use code TKOMS, T-K-O-M-S, for 5% off their order. So go check them out at consigliosKitchenware.ca. Thank you again for being here. I just want to say, and I say this sometimes, and I really truly mean it from the bottom of my heart. I just want to say I'm proud of you because you're here, you're showing up week over week, you're committing to yourself about how to have a better work-life balance. And this week, you're committing to how you can change your life-work balance. And you're figuring out what that one thing is. And even the fact that you showed up and listened to this, you should give yourself a pat on the back because this is changing your life. This is changing your perspective. And at the end of the day, that's what we want. We want to just keep getting better and better and better and better. So I'm proud of you. Thank you so much for being here. If you're interested in reading the study for yourself, I've linked the article down in the show notes, as well as a bunch of other information. And that's also where you can find a link to Consiglio's Kitchenware. I have a few things from them, but I recently got one of their milk frothers. Chef's kiss. Absolutely love it. So go check them out. Thank you again for being here. I hope you have a wonderful first week of July and I'll talk to you next hump day. See y'all later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If something stuck with you from the show, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and also share it on social media right now and tag the show so I can personally connect with you. I can't wait to do this again soon and to chat more about working hard and lifing hard. Until then, I'll talk to you soon. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.